Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayis, Shir, number 85. Email address, Shalom Bayis, um, 777 at gmail.com. Um, we're going to uh, end off um, the Shiorim right now of the love language number one, words of affirmation. There's so much more to talk about, but uh, we just want to move on to the next one. And so we'll get back to it at some point. But uh, let's continue. Dr. Chapman brings a, 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 also an example here of a couple, and we're going to uh, bring it out. And again, you have the Echoilis from extrapolating from this particular situation in your own life as well. And this will open up the segue to the next love language you're going to talk about. So, because he himself was Moida, that he made a mistake in this area, this is when he started to realize that couples sometimes talk in a different love language from one another, and they need different things to feel the love and to be the love being expressed in different ways. And he met, and I'm going to again use the names that he used. Mark is the man, Andrea is the wife. And they seem to be a perfect couple, but when you go deeper in, you see that life, the marriage is in shambles. They're, they're married for 12 years, two children, and they disagree on everything now. And the only thing they agree on is that they both love their children, but they think their marriage is over. And basically the way Dr. Chapman saw this couple was as follows. Mark, the husband, was a work workaholic. He spent very little time for Andrea, his wife. And Andrea worked part-time, and mainly because she, she wanted to get out of the house. Both their methods of coping is withdrawing. They withdraw from each other, put distance between themselves so that their arguments and conflicts should not be as big as they could be. And um, they went to marriage counseling, didn't seem to make any progress. And they were attending this author, Dr. Chapman's marriage seminar, and he was ready to leave, so he would only meet with them once. And he met an, um, with an hour for each of them separately. He listened to Mark, the husband, separately. He listened to Andrea, the wife, separately. And based on what he sensed, is that even though right now they felt empty of each other in the relationships and they disagree with each other, but they did appreciate certain things about each other. For example, Mark acknowledged that Andrea was a very good mother, but Mark continued, but she has no affection to me. I work so hard. I work my tail off to provide for her and to give her everything she needs, um, which, it was, which was actually true, you know, provide financially for her and um, to, to have a roof over her head and a lot of conveniences and... Um, and she doesn't appreciate it. And when he spoke to Andrea, she was agreed that Mark was an excellent provider and gives her a lot of things that she needs, but he does nothing around the house to help me. He never has time for me. So what's the use of having nice things if you can't enjoy it together? So he, he got this information from the couple, and he decided to focus his advice by making only one suggestion to each of them. And again, what did he use? He used what we were talking about in the last three shiurim, the words of affirmation. And he said to them that the key is to express verbal appreciation 
of the things you like about the other person. And for the moment, and he said, do this as a trial for the next few weeks, put aside your complaints, even if they're legitimate complaints, put aside your complaints about the things you don't like about each other or that you're upset about each other with, and instead focus on the positive comments that you're going to make to each other, write a list of all the positive traits, so Mark's list, for example, focused on Andrea's activities with her children and her home and her, uh, you know, social life in positive ways. And Andrea focused on Mark's hard work and financial providing for the family and so on. So Andrea's list looked like this. It said Mark is aggressive in his work. He received promotions through the years. He's an excellent financial manager. He's working, uh, thinking of ways to improve his productivity. He's generous with his finances. He allows us to spend money on things. And and because of his job, I'm able to buy things that I want to buy, like clothing and and, and, and a nice uh, furniture and, and so on and so forth. And Mark's list looked like this. She keeps our house clean and orderly. She helps the kids with the homework. She cooks supper about three times a week. And um, she teaches, uh, uh, you know, part-time in a school. And she chauffeurs the children to all their activities. Does all these great things. So that's what their lists look like. And he suggested that they add to the list things they noticed as they were going along. And twice a week, you know, they p- pick a s- separate trait and they express appreciation to their spouse. And he said one more interesting guideline, which I think this is very interesting. He told Andrea that if Mark, let's say, gives her a compliment, don't give a compliment back at the same time. Instead, just say, thank you very much for saying that. I appreciate that. He told uh, uh, Mark, the husband, the same thing. Just accept the thank you and, and, and just say, I appreciate that nice words he said to me. Don't answer back with another compliment. Wait a little bit and then say your own compliment. And he told them to do this for every week for two months. And then if they found it helpful, they should continue and to let him know whether this worked or not. And Dr. Chapman left, got on a plane, went home, made a note to follow up with them for two months later. He called them two months later, and he spoke to each one of them individually. Now, with Mark, the husband, his attitude was unbelievable. And uh, he loved it. She was expressing appreciation for his hard work and for family, and he made and and she and he said she made me feel wonderful again. Like I'm a man that 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 you know I have a way to go, but I feel we really came a long way. Now, when he spoke to Andrea, she felt that there was some progress, but it was only like baby steps. She said, "I am improved." He's thanking me more, as you should suggest suggested. He's sincere. But the bottom line is, is he's not spending any time with me. He's still busy 24-7 with his work. He doesn't, we don't have time together. So when he was listening to Andrea, that's when he discovered, this is the story where he discovered that he made a error. There was a different primary love language of one person in the couple than the other. 
So with Mark, the husband, it worked because his primary love language was words of affirmation, what we discussed in the last three shiurim. He was a hard worker. He enjoyed his work, but he wanted mostly what that his wife to express, I appreciate, I love you, and I appreciate you. And that's what he, he needed. Andrea, on the other hand, even though she did, it did improve, the marriage did improve to a certain degree by him complimenting her and thanking her and appreciating her, and that's wonderful, but there was still a lack because Andrea was emotionally crying out for something different. And what is that something different? That was the second love language that he talked about. And the second love language is quality time, which we're going to talk about as a Hashem in the, in the next year. So just to review the main points of the words of affirmation, that if you sense or you figure out or you talk between yourselves that your spouse's love language is words of affirmation, that remember these yesaidas. Number one, words are very important. Number two, keep a written record of all your words of affirmation that you give your spouse every day. And you work on improving on doing that. And give your spouse a different compliment each day for one month. And try to find things to thank and say you appreciate. Learn to say I love you. Not just the words I love you, but be specific. I love you, but and I also appreciate that you do this and this and so on and so forth. Compliment your husband or wife to relatives, you know, and you know, his parents, your parents, um, siblings, and so on and so forth. In you know, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, and 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 say nice things about your spouse in their presence, and look for their strengths, and tell that tell her how much you appreciate those strengths. How you, how I see how much you help try to help people, or and so on and so forth. How you made the effort to do this and that and the other thing. If you're already using email and text for each other, add those words of affirmation in those texts and in those emails to your wife and to your husband. And if they're having a hard day or they're you know a little down, send them some something funny, something cheery, um, and so on and so forth. And um, it's really, you know, it could become, it could be, again, it could be a lot of fun too. It really could be a very enjoyable thing to try to figure ways to use your words to affirm each other and to build each other up. And your marriage, mamish, will take a different surah. And remember what I'm going to say, that despite the fact, like in the story we just mentioned, that for one of them, that love language was not it. And let's say you're a couple where words of affirmation is not the main love language of either one of you. It makes no difference because the couple needs to learn all five, and we're going to discuss all five. So if one or both of the spouse's um, love language is words of affirmation, of course this is priority. But even if neither of you have this as your primary love language. Like in this case, Andrea, right? Andrea, her main um, yearning is to have that quality time with her husband. But those words of affirmation did help. It did help. And, and it builds. It's building blocks. It's glue. 
So you may have to fulfill certain requirements of expressing that love in those four other languages too. But this in and of itself is this tremendous, tremendous building block in a marriage, in any marriage, in all marriages, whether it's your primary love language or not. Have a wonderful day.